0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, NADS Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's. Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind,
1: those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people, too. And all people
0: there's a bag of dicks hey
1: big old bag of dicks here
0: bag of dicks in the house checking in on the dick
1: house and (laughs) always a reminder cannot stress or thank you enough to the patreon subscribers
0: of Uh the rough house
1: just got ourselves a look and the fucking numbers are down so yeah
0: not a good month it was not a good month
1: not a good month uh, just bit. looking at our buddies Rob and Joe who've only been doing Patreon for four months and they've since fucking leapfrogged us So get on Patreon yep. and give us your fucking money Couldn't be <laughs> any simpler than that So make it happen Welcome back Marty from hey! your, your walkabout wherever you are yes. How's yeah.
2: your butt? <laughs> it's, it's a rough situation uh, The hemorrhoid mm. pillow is strong there you uh, go. You know, uh, if if it appears uh, for the two of you who can see me on the webcam that I'm sitting a little higher than usual, that's why. There we go. Because you're getting fucked by bears in a well. Yeah. Yeah, that's right.
1: You're getting blasted out by a bunch of Kodiak bears in a Hard sulfur times. mine somewhere, being used as a big old five foot ten flashlight.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's 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 where we are, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's been a busy week. A lot of shit happened. It was a lot of goddamn wrestling this week. Oh, um, my
2: God. So much. So
1: Too much, much wrestling. wrestling.
2: We ain't going to get to all of it. I can fucking promise
1: you that. We'll, <laughs> hit, we'll hit the big shit and try and give you as much as we can with so much, like Chris said, going on. Holy uh, shit. Obviously, this is our first episode post-mania. post rumble. NXT Rumble. NXT mania. Uh, po- Pre-mania. <laughs> down. Post-Rumble. rumble Post NXT takeover Philly, yeah. Post meeting Brock Lesnar, yes.
0: That's the lead. Come on, we need the. We gotta get
1: into that. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm man. I am sorry. I am going to torpedo everything you think you've ever known about Brock Lesnar and reveal (laughs) to the WWE universe. (laughs) Whenever I get the opportunity to interview a wrestler more often than not. And this is with a lot of celebrities that will do interviews with the radio show. You'll get a PR person that says, we'd like to discuss this. Please don't discuss this. You have this much time. It's very simple. Yeah. And wrestlers are, it's almost like a form letter. Can you talk about the event this weekend? Here's your championship history. Please don't say if it's fake, don't bring up steroids. You got it. (laughs) Lesnar's his fucking rider. Was the Dead Sea Scrolls. Do not ask him about his family. Do not ask him about his truck. Do not ask him about his diet. Do not ask him about the UFC. Do not ask him about the shooting star press at WrestleMania. Do not ask him about Sable. Uh, Do not ask him about who he would like to face at WrestleMania. Do not ask him about his his guns. It was, I lost track.
0: This was just to meet him or did you interview him as well? To
1: meet him. To wow, meet him. Jesus I was handed Christ. a sheet to meet him. Wow. And it was it was like, oh my God. All right. I don't know. Uh so Brock. Beef jerky. <laughs> I take it you're a fan. I'm a teriyaki guy. And we go back, we open the door, there's Paul Heyman. I get to meet Paul Heyman. I'm I'm doting over Paul. And then in the back of the Royal Farms Arena, where we got to meet him in his individual uh-huh. private locker room. We had to Naturally. pass Braun Strowman in the hallway, by the way. Really? You don't know how big that motherfucker <laughs> is. You pass by uh, we're in the room, and there's a room in the room. It's just Paul and some other guy. I don't know who he is. I guess he's a buddy of his. Uh, okay. Of this door opens, and look at a tube of toothpaste and look down the mouth of the toothpaste and squeeze and watch the toothpaste emerge from the hole. Uh-huh. And that was Brock emerging from this doorwell as he just sort of oozed through it, like the blob, <laughs> where he just filled the room. You're like this guy.
0: He's a t-1000 he's,
1: exactly he's a t-5000 he's the <laughs> shitty version from genesis but way bigger and he actually crouched down to take the photo he was now this is the part where i say i'm going to i'm going to torpedo everything you think you know he was top three sweetest men i've ever no. met No, he God was an angel he was really? a princess i introduced the stepkids undeservedly to him and he, he was like he leans down like so what's your name like ah, uh, my name's June oh that name is as pretty as a peach oh I got my a god of girls myself and june is june your favorite month uh my favorite month september for my birthday <laughs> oh that's a good month to have a birthday in because it's could be hot like summer, or it could start to get cold like the winter. Wow. I love the fall. It's my favorite season. And I'm just sitting there like Brock Lesnar's talking to me about
2: autumn.
1: And you can see Heyman's looking at me, and I'm fucking laughing. And, I, and he's laughing at me as I'm, I'm, like, locked up. And he's like, hey, what's your name, sir? My name is Justin. Oh, I really appreciate you stopping by the event. And, oh, man. Wow. I, uh, Hey, guys, you're going to wish me luck on my on my match at Royal Rumble. I'm, I'm facing Aww. two of the biggest guys. And we're just like, yes, Braun, good luck. <laughs> good. I didn't show this photo, and I won't, because I don't want any of these, uh, these ne'er-do-wells out there getting to look at what my family, my family for now, Fair. looks like. <laughs> um, let's just say I might have been doing some apartment uh. shopping recently. But let's see – there, there's, there's a picture of the Lesners. Let's see. Oh, wow. Yep. Look at that. That's, that's going to be this oh. year's Christmas card.
2: It's I, the Lesners. I do love well, how dead-faced Brock is in that photo. The minute <laughs> a camera turns on, he just... fades
0: it up real quick. Oh, yeah. He wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes
1: full-blown. He let us hold the belt. It's wow. a real piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> he has an iPhone 4. Stop it! That's cracked with the dirtiest fucking case you've ever seen.
0: Oh, my Lord. He was texting
1: oh. Sable while we were in there about his kid's hockey game. Oh. And uh, oh I was like, God. hey, how's the family been? Good. Thank you for asking. Uh, they're, they're playing hockey, and you guys play any sports? Like, yeah, this one plays soccer. This one pretends to play basketball. And, you know, I, I'm hoping my little one one day decides to play uh, play some hockey or maybe wrestle himself. Oh, good sports, good sports. Yeah, I'm real proud of him right now. If I, if I could be there, I would. But I got a couple of dates I got to fulfill, and, you know, just I can't wait. Maybe I'll catch wow. a couple. Like, like, you're the sweetest wow. man I've ever met. And then one hour later at the live event, he's Murdering, murdering Kane, Kane <laughs> mauling Kane at the live oh, event, just suplex after suplex after suplex. It was, it was a, an unbelievable night. The match between Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt was unbelievable. It really? was wow. un fucking believably good to where everyone around us was saying. What the shit happened on Raw 25? Because this was dripping with psychology and lighting effects. At a house show, they were killing the lights, and Matt would appear behind him. They'd kill the lights again, and he'd appear on the other side. of it. it was an amazing match. Like You showed this to the bunch of fucking swamp dinks in Baltimore, non-televised, yeah. but what we got on the 25th anniversary was like a fucking thunder-dark match. Uh, it was just an amazing night. I can't stress it enough. If you have a chance to go to a house show, go to a house show, yeah. they fuck yeah. off all night long and just they're talking shit in the ring, they're acting silly in the ring. Yeah. I got a couple of two sweets from Carl Anderson, which was nice. nice. I got to meet the Miz, which was cool. Yeah, um, how's he? Miz is f- the fucking nicest guy we just talked about our putrid children. <laughs> I just warned him, you know, it's gonna be a little easier for you. You got a couple of bucks in the bank, so you can hire yourself a mammy to take yeah. care of them. <laughs> you know, the minute that Maurice, yeah. you know, shits out that child of prophecy, just put the child in the nearest mammy's hands and get back on the road. You don't want to raise the <laughs> thing on your own. Uh, overall, Heyman was great, Ms. was great, uh, the live event was great. I, I loved it. It was absolutely so- amazing.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Did this all stem from your interview with Paul? Was Paul that impressed that yes. he granted you access to meet uh, meet them?
1: He did and turned down a sick kid, which I thought was very nice. Wow. Hit me and my healthy children and some kid, wow. with I don't know. He's got like I fucking elbow moles. I don't know what this fucking kid had. I don't know. I know. All I knew is that they put him front row next to me, and I'm like, don't fucking touch me. I don't know what weird goddamn inner city disease you have keep it off of me so uh yeah <laughs> wow it was great the interview went fantastic and i i complimented him with a bunch of old um uh eastern championship wrestling knowledge yeah. extreme yeah. championship i just I, I, I went kind of dangerous alliance i i told him how much i just doted and loved the dangerous alliance i love yeah. that group so much and he was just a nice guy and then um i texted his PR guy later that night, thanked him very much, wrote them a very was it long Joe? email. Joe? Villa? It was not, it was a oh, okay. woman by, Joe Villa I did talk to, that's okay. who I set it up with, but then he passed me off to someone else for the meet and greet, and okay. I did the big pitch on, hey, you've got a uh, Rosenberg, you've uh-huh. got a Sam Roberts, could you use a third shitty broadcaster? <laughs> <laughs> I will work for a fraction of what they do. To yeah, you what they do, and communication immediately ceased.
2: So, <laughs> not yeah.
1: heading to not heading to Titan Towers anytime soon to put pen to paper. But a, yeah. uh, a good time that uh, led up to uh, a great time on Sunday at the Rumble.
0: Yeah, it looked like you had a blast. Yeah, you tweeted that photo out and we were sitting my my friends and I were sitting uh, in our row at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia waiting for Takeover. I think the uh they were taping this past week's NXT uh, TV show, a couple matches, and I see that and my fucking jaw drops. I'm like, "This motherfucker just met Brock Lesnar and Paul Yes, Hayman. I did. Shook his and big I, fucking
1: I, grizzly hand. Did you go to Rumble or did you just go to Takeover?
0: Just a takeover.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah, okay. just a cool. takeover. So uh Christ, man, come on. I could I couldn't afford that. I could barely afford takeover. That one that and one what uh, wrestling
2: have you been to, Marty? I haven't been fucking anywhere. I've got
1: <laughs> And unless those Patreon donations increase, yeah, you won't exactly. be going anywhere. So yeah. Patreon dot slash the Rough House Podcast. You guys got yourself some fucking tax returns coming slice a chunk off to your boys here so we can keep the lights on
0: yeah I would appreciate that so TakeOver um, was fun you know the matches majority of the matches uh, were really good a couple of them seemed like they missed the mark a little bit Um, the two main events is what everybody's still talking about holy shit so good so good I was in Mm -hmm. awe of, you know, like when I got home and after getting pulled over twice on the way home and I was still just like reeling over the two uh, main events that show. They were just it was just really good pro wrestling.
1: Was was the crowd as hot for Velveteen Dream as they appeared to be? Was that it's a star-making performance for him that night? Big
0: pop from the Philly crowd. And I don't know how much that uh, has to do with, you know, I'm sure a lot of people like myself drove up from uh, Maryland to see the show. And, of course, Patrick Clark coming from the MCW school uh, has something to do with that. But, you know, there were some people in there that looked like Philly fans. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, they were into him as well. So, you know, it, I feel like... That match could have been so much better had it not been for Cassius Ono. <laughs> if Dream had been oh. wrestling somebody else, uh, I feel like it would have uh, would have really moved the needle a little more. Um, ono, I, I I just felt like um, you know, and there I couldn't tell. Um, Couple of botches and like uh, just non-smooth transitions and stuff like that. Sometimes you can't tell way back, you know, in the top of the you know two hundred level of what exactly is happening. I saw the one time where he tried to get him up for the Death Valley Driver and uh, catch him jumping, which is a lot of weight to catch on your shoulders, even for a strong person, Um, and he kind of fell over. But uh, upon watching the match on TV, I, I, I liked it even less.
1: I didn't mind, you know, and this is maybe just a a taste thing, and Marty, I want to get your thoughts also. Sure. That that I enjoy a little sloppiness now and then, because I feel like it helps lead to me to believe that there's a fight happening. Sure. Like, when you get an Osprey and a Ricochet and it's too clean, in a real fight, stuff gets fucked up people 100%. Will, will bang into each other by accident and, and, and flop around. I don't want that to be completely sloppy, but I don't mind something like that when you have trouble getting someone up and you just can't or you go for an elbow and you, you, you overshoot the landing or – uh, now, I'm not talking about some of the bullshit that happened in the Women's Royal Rumble, which we'll get into, which was just a reminder of how fucking terrible the Divas division was. Well, Very true. Fucking Very so true. bad. No, Kelly, Kelly, don't even cough it. She was fucking trash. <laughs> that whole fucking division was trash. But
2: Yeah, so um,
1: bad. I don't, I, don't, I don't mind a little bit of sloppiness now, and then they will kind of get myself lost, and i like, yeah, I think these guys are going at it some.
2: Yeah, I, I completely agree. In fact, Christoph, when you said that, that you really didn't care for the match, I was kind of surprised. It, while I can't say it was like my favorite match of the show by any means, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed kind of the, the the stank that was on some of the strikes that Ono was throwing. I mean, yeah. I really would have loved if Velveteen Dream did get that knockout in 30 seconds that they teased. Yeah. I mean, that was a great way to kick off the match. But was. as Justin was saying, that I idea that it felt a little more realistic because you didn't have the 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 cleanliness that we're so used to in a, in a lot of matches, I, I had a great time with it. Even if I think Cassioona really needs long pants or something to hide his gigantic thighs, what a fucking yeah.
1: unflattering outfit he's got, man.
2: Yeah, he, that's he, he so ain't bad. never
1: gonna he ain't never gonna slender up. We're never gonna see no thin tall Chris Hero. We're never gonna see early days of Ono and NXT FCW Ono. But that uh boy that that the outfit that he wore that night and the basketball jersey not It's
2: not great. <clears throat> it's not great. Dude has cardio for days. He he works he really in does. incredible matches, but you start to look at him and you know, especially if it's someone who doesn't watch a lot of wrestling, I know a lot of people tend to bring in friends to watch Takeovers, yeah. especially on Rumble yeah. Weekend. You see that guy and as good as he is, His look is pretty laughable.
0: I say this not as a fit man myself, but it's kind of hard to watch at times. Yeah, like, you know, Owens is kind of in the same boat. Cardio for days, very talented, agile for his size, but his gear kind of fits him. Um, Not physically fits, but fits his character and his look. Whereas Ono's is like the gear for somebody half his size. I don't know. Uh, But all that being said about Ono, Dream is... Was still great. The oh, crowd was so eating great. out of the palm of his hand, uh, cheering when he was, you know, just the intro. And he had the 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 the, the people there with the, the the mouthpiece on the pillow, which was <laughs> yes. that
1: shit was amazing. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. that Blaster McMassive!
0: It
2: was, it was Blaster McMassive showing up on on NXT him. programming. Yes, Hell indeed. Yeah. Oh, God, I, I really. I I hope that that the black man servant is this new thing. I I, I I want him to have. I mean, I know Dalton man. Castle has the boys in ROH, yes. but I want him to have just a harem of bodies. Make it
0: happen. So good. So, so like rosebuds, but yeah. mean something. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. What did you think about the uh, the undisputed era authors of pain match?
0: I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good way to kick off the show. <clears throat> you know, it, it had the story. You know you know the big bruisers against the skilled technicians and i think o'reilly and fish working quick and working the legs uh, told a really good story there were some really fun spots in that too when when one of the authors had um he did like the follow away slam which when fish was on his back or whatever that was a great spot um and there's a lot of uh, a lot a lot of leg work. You know, you, you, it was the old story that Jim Ross told. He was he was in the locker room and talking to two young people, uh, and they say, "Well, what kind of match are you gonna do? What limb are you gonna work?" And I'm like, what do you mean work a limb? You know, limb work still exists and it's there, and it helps tells a story, especially when you got these two huge Samoan or whatever the fuck they are shit kickers ready to punch your faces in, and you've got some swift little twinkies uh, ready to ready to uh, tuck and move. So uh, it worked until told the story uh, it was a good good start to the pay-per-view i thought
1: you actually looked into the offers of pain um Razar is albanian okay and Akam uh, is punjabi Sikh. no uh, shit yeah they're just dark and terrifying and they need okay. to get to they the are. fucking main roster with the quickness because i Agreed. feel like their time is now Yeah, Um,
2: this felt like a natural send off for them. You know, I I don't really know what they can do with them after this. I mean, NXT's taping tonight as we're recording this, so maybe they get worked into something else. But I, I would go so far as to say that for as awesome as they were and like the three way tags with DIY and the revival and the stuff they did with Sanity, I think this was probably the best standard straight up tag match the authors of pain have had i mean you look a year ago those were two guys who honestly i wasn't entirely sure they were aware wrestling was fake uh they yeah, they almost murdered that those two guys exactly exactly <laughs> but now a year later like they're having really really fun matches yeah. and you know a lot of credit can go to fish and o'reilly but i thought uh aop looked great yeah Absolutely. they are
1: they are some of the bigger success stories of the Performance Center because a lot of Performance Center talent, the entire Undisputed era, all cut their teeth elsewhere and then they're coming into NXT now to learn the WWE system. But the AOP are creations of the Performance Center. I mean, built from the ground up. And I think once they get to the main roster, I think they're going to be able to avoid the difficulties that uh, the Ascension had when they came up. That the revival are kind of dancing around with here and there they're kind of hot kind of cold kind of hot kind of cold i think the authors of pain are are going to be are going to be one of those acts that once they get to the main roster i'm not going to have a lot of worry about i'll tell you what i am worried about velveteen dream on the main roster yeah they're going to be able to keep that level of silliness and flamboyancy and the rick rude style airbrush tights and all the, the, the the weirdness and wackiness and fun that he's having because they have toned down uh, Bobby Roode. They, yeah. they, uh Shinsuke has remained relatively the same. Um, but you get a lot of people that come up and they, they, they tone him down big time. And I don't yeah. know how Dream will do. But I think Dream will be in there for a little while. And Dream will probably have an NXT title run at some point.
0: Probably, yeah the, yeah. the high concept gimmick is something that has not been proven to be a good translation from the NXT crowd to the main roster. So yeah. uh, it remains to be seen how, you know, that, pro- and, you know, the character is still relatively new. So there's still a ton of room for uh, progression or, or alteration. Um, Character aside, the kid's super talented um, and everybody, you know, is singing their praises, singing his praises on Twitter. So uh, that's always that's always a good thing to see. I'm curious to hear your guys's take on this women's match because um, Ember Moon, with all of her supreme dorkiness, was super over with that smarky Philly crowd. And they I don't know if it was they were just into her, <clears throat> excuse me, or they were very anti Basler. I was yeah. on Team Baszler, but, man, that crowd was – we were not really into that match. Uh,
1: I, I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a very serviceable performance from Baszler, who looked good in the May Young Classic and finally has herself a singles program. Um, they're going to need to teach her a little bit of uh, body language. I 100%. like the bully thing. I like the bully thing. They need, to tu- they need to turn her up, and they need to turn Ember Moon down. Um yeah. I, I, I the in, in ring though, the match itself I had no problems with. I, I genuinely enjoyed the match. Honestly, there wasn't a bad match on this card. There Not was at all. better than others, but I, I had no problem with this. But that that's funny you say that. I I don't recall the crowd either way watching on NXT, but you say in excuse me on the network, but you say in person heavy duty pro moon crowd and film, yeah. which is surprising considering the entire city is racist. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, all of Philly, uh, they didn't want a statue of Joe Lewis, but we'll take one of Rocky Marciano. Of course. Uh, uh, Rocky, give me, Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Who's yeah. not a fucking real person. <laughs> Let's put a statue of that guy because he might be fake, but at least he's white. So I'm very surprised that they cheered as loudly as they did for Ember Moon. Maybe, who knows? Maybe they thought she was in blackface or something like that. You I, fucking I don't scumbag.
0: Know. So, they. They popped hard when she won, uh, and Shayna got good heat afterwards from choking her out. Um, by the way, uh, Brandon Scott from MCW making an appearance as one of the uh, doctors who checked on uh Oh, no Ember shit. Moon. Did you catch that? Oh, that's
1: cool. That's yeah, really yeah, yeah. cool. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't boo Alistair because of his last name.
0: <laughs> 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 well, that was one of the fun things about being there, and I was sitting pretty much um, to the left of me was the the entrance ramp, or the entrance ways, and the ramp was, you know going to the ring whatever the ring was forward and to my right so as as soon as ember Moon made her entrance they started setting up for Alistair black's entrance and i always love going to the live events for tv and for sp- stuff like this because you get to see a little behind the scenes of how <clears throat> the stuff all comes together and it was cool seeing him uh set everything up and get all the little stupid uh electronic candles going uh, and set up his little entrance uh, entranceway thing so that that was fun and that match holy shit that match was uh, a piece of violent art.
1: Yeah, fantastic! It really, really was. I-, I thought that was a great match. I love his fucking kicks. Again, so not one of these guys can do wrong. And yeah. uh, and then before, let's uh, we gotta get because we gotta get to the Rumble five star yeah. match for Gargano and Almas. Holy shit! Oh, man. so yes. good! Almas, so I did good! Not, I had trouble getting into him as champion when he first won it because I believe. That, we're, uh, that either McIntyre was going to retain or yeah. McIntyre was going to lose and continue the hunt, but then Drew gets hurt. They put it on Almas. Almas did not seem like somebody that was going to be in the title picture, but goddamn, since he's grabbed it and moved on and moved up, he really has stepped into that role and is just banging on all cylinders right now
2: uh an incredible incredible match uh johnny Mark, excuse me johnny gargano shows he's probably the best underdog the wwe has right now if not has ever yeah. had his performance in that was unreal all came off like such a wonderful dick heel him and uh Zelina vega as a duo are just firing on on all cylinders the post match was Brilliant, even if yeah. I think Triple H is starting to love the the post copyright sign yeah. uh, angle. It's a, it's <laughs> it, it's basically a tr- you know if you had a takeover drinking game, you could just right. pound the entire bottle after that. But unbelievable match, crowd loved it. I was on the edge of my couch. I'm sure
0: you were on the edge Dude. of your seat, Chris. We oh my were. God. That was one of the hottest. Crowds I've ever been a part of for that match, especially. Um, yeah. We we just bought in to everything that was happening the the selling, the false finishes, Candice LeRae jumping the. Uh, jumping the barricade which we all knew was going to happen but we still popped for it um, and every single time like I, I, I kept saying that I'm like oh that's it Gargana's going to lose oh Gargano oh shitty kicked! like I, <laughs> I was so bought into it it was it was such a great uh, great match to be there and then and, and to see live and then when Ciampa came out I'm such a son of a bitch I was like I was cheering so much for Johnny to win and then I go away and cheer as soon as he gets hit in the back with a crutch after he loses I'm like I'm a motherfucker but I oh, love this shit you're
1: uh, you're, you're- your allegiance is waned. Depending <laughs> yes. On the and they gave him a ton of time, too. 32 yeah. minutes and 22 yeah. seconds was the final time. I mean, we're halfway on our way to an Iron Man match, which yeah. I would not mind another mm. Iron Man match sometime soon. I don't think they're going to main roster an Iron Man match again.
0: No, nah, probably but not these days. For
1: NXT, NXT is something where they can have fun with some old school concepts, war games, some new school concepts, an Iron Woman match. Yeah, uh, I, I would love to see them find two guys that can go in there and bang for an hour because you've got some guys that can go cardio for days. I, I would love that. Um, yeah, moving away so, from takeover, yeah. let's move on to uh, the rumble. But before I do, I feel like the WWE audience is <laughs> being is, I don't to say forgiving, but we're looking past something. OK? It's collectively, we've all just agreed that it's okay. and I mean, everyone from your casual, to your smart, to your old school fan, to your new Mm -hmm. fan, old, young, white, black, female, male. We're all cool that there's a guy named Lince. Like there's, the dude's name is Lince Dorado.
0: Lince, 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 Lince Lince. Lince Dorado.
1: It's Lince.
0: It's Espanol, Lince.
1: Fucking drop an A in there and call him (laughs) Lance. Because it's, it looks like Lintz. I've been well, calling it Lintz. Lintzay Dorado. Lince. That's a fucking C. terrible name. It is. C. That's a terrible fucking C. name. Lince. <laughs> I'd say I, My mispronunciation is better than the actual name. Lintzay.
0: <laughs> Lintzay Dorado, yeah.
2: I think Maybe it means something, but I couldn't tell you what. Yeah, It's it, it, not too far off
0: from
1: the woman's name who I got pregnant. So which is why I probably hate it. So v- VCW? <laughs> yes. V-C-W.
0: V-C-W. V-C-W. BCW BCW: You can explain
1: that in a private text message to Marty. Okay. Because I can't say it right now. All we right. We ourselves a bit of a night tonight as a report <laughs> uh, <laughs> cards came in and okay. one was great and one was not. Uh-oh. And both of you in your working worlds, have you guys ever met an
2: idiot? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, there goes Chris. We oh, damn it. Chris. You got, got killed by as soon as, as
0: soon as I took a sip, okay. you're a son of a bitch.
1: Um, and Okay, Marty. <laughs> yes. The, the idiot that you know, uh-huh. uh, the first one that pops to mind, how old are they?
2: Uh, they're about my age, unfortunately. Okay, so 30,
1: yeah. 40. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> old are old are you? I have no idea how old you are, Marty. You I, could be. I'm 33. You're 33? Okay. Yes. 33, 25 years ago, Uh that idiot was a child idiot. 100%. 100%. (laughs) Not every kid is intelligent, and then they become dipshits. Some people are just born as idiots. Mm -hmm. So I have to listen to this. I just, I don't know what's happening. It's just, he's such a smart boy. I'm like, he's an idiot. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> this kid's a, a fucking
0: idiot stupid idiot. He just made the list. Yeah, he's an idiot.
1: He made the idiot list Okay, it's just, <laughs> just you the sooner you know who you are and you can work right. within the, the DNA Lanes that have been painted for you like Uh, No one when I was eight years old like, he's such a good linebacker. (laughs) He definitely looks like he's got sarcoidosis and child leukemia. He's not going (laughs) to ever make it in the NFL. No, he's really good at blocking. No, he's not. He's tiny. And Justin will always be tiny. So just accept that. Some people just need to accept you're a fucking idiot. So just be that. And get a job at a waste treatment plant. (laughs) Or... (laughs) identifying types of wood. Uh, <laughs> that is pine. That is maple. You'll never work on a fucking advanced naval ship weapon system. You're nope. not going to fucking cure uh, rickets or herpes. <laughs> you guys are never going to do anything of note, but there is linoleum that's got to get clean.
0: So <laughs> accept it. And um,
1: Someone didn't feel like hearing that earlier. So no, bad not i am sleeping on the couch.
2: <laughs> well done. Well there done.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's more real well done on the couch. Man, I might need to rely on you guys sometime in the spring summer to help me with some boxes. <laughs> so, Royal Rumble came and went, 2018, Philly, the scene of the crime from yeah. 2014 where it went so horribly wrong with Roman Reigns and uh, they let the women headline. My yeah. god, they let the headline. So I was cold. shocked. So shocked.
0: As not to sound like the super smart, but as soon as I realized that that was going on last, I'm like fucking Rousey showing up (laughs) because there's no way you can have Ronda Rousey debut in the middle of a pay per view. That's something that has to end it. So um, it was, it was, you know, and it. That's not to take anything away from anything the women did because about. You know, two thirds of those women looked great in terms of their performance. Absolutely. Um, not from their physical points of view. Um but y- you know, uh I do we want to start with that match then, the 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 women's yeah, match. Yeah, let's just r- talk
1: about it because that was the uh the talk of the town leaned into it, the first women's Royal Rumble, thirty. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was it delivered. There was some stuff that there was a great uh gif going around of I think it was Kelly Kelly and not Tori Wilson. Uh, I don't who else. Who Michelle McCool. It Michelle? Michelle. McCool. Yeah. That said, this it, it, <laughs> in a nutshell. Here's the 2006 to 2011 women's roster. Yeah. yeah. With that yeah. shit box looking. Uh. uh Head scissors. Head head scissors yeah. Spin move. Like yes, that was it. That was the women's division for so long. In a nutshell, and I've been trying to tell. My family uh, who are into wrestling now and they love the women, I'm like, you don't know how good you have it. You're yeah. You're living in golden days compared to fitness model, fitness model, fitness model, fitness model, fitness model, Lita Trish, which, by the way, <laughs> we're, we got to stop looking through rose colored glasses. Lita could do a C plus twist of fate and a D minus moonsault. Oh, she and almost broke her
0: neck, dude. That's yeah. fucking
1: it. I've gone yeah. back and looked at some other shit. Lita. Could do a couple of things. She had red hair, a fat ass, and you could see her thong. And she did a backflip off the top. Whale tail. Let's not pretend (laughs) she was fucking chain wrestling. She did a Uh, shitbox twist of fate. And she's always done that sloppy fall backwards moonsault where I'm like, God. Yeah, yeah. every time it looks like she's going to
2: land directly on her head. And it almost looks like she's going to right in the middle of the rumble. Yes. In the middle of the rumble.
1: Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that snaps her fucking neck, but Trish looks unbelievable-
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Molly Beth Holly Phoenix mom cut. Mm. Oh yeah. The, I like to see the manager haircut. <laughs> yes, Yeah. Yes,
1: yes. This is the lemon that I uh, asked for in my water. Beth Phoenix <laughs> though. God damn, Beth Man. Phoenix was unbelievable. She looked
0: Lived like me she had each a
2: day like she just had walked straight out of like 2010. Yeah. It looked fantastic. Uh Vicky Guerrero coming out to nuclear clear level. He huge, popped so hard. Oh my god. Huge
1: heat, huge pop. Great. Uh oh. Tori Wilson. Weird. Some work done. Did Tori Tori do the Jennifer Gray thing where she I didn't Chishon recognize her first. T- <laughs> yeah. at first? She doesn't look anything like she used to. Yeah. She looks like her, but not at all like her.
2: Like a photo of her. Like Yes, it looks like someone cosplaying as <laughs> Tori yeah. Wilson. Yeah, I mean, like you, which-
1: but not the same one that Kidman paged back in the day. She she has aged better
2: than Kidman. I don't know if you've seen modern Kidman, <laughs> but you Not know, good. yeah, she once was shooting star, now a planet in orbit. But, you know, Tori mm-hmm. Wilson looked kind of like herself. And I don't recall her doing anything that looked anywhere near as embarrassing as
0: Kelly Kelly's entire presence no. in the Rumble. So, so she, she was really bad. And honestly, the most shocking thing to me was that Michelle McCool got five eliminations. That's more than anybody else in the Rumble match. Five was that? Was uh, that
1: them doing take her a solid? I was gonna th- say that's a power of yeah. Taker
0: there, man. Yeah,
1: yeah, a power yeah. was that the with the dead man being like make her look strong? Like,
2: oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> all right. we're was... gonna have her have
1: throw out everyone.
0: I rolled my eyes at that a little hard. I was like, Jesus, Michelle McCool's cleaning house right now. This is where we are. Um, I thought there were a lot more returning uh i don't want to use the word legends because i'm not sure ha- the majority of them aren't at that status a couple of them are but not all of them they were more returning stars than um i expected more nxt stars there were only two we got two in the men's and two in the women's we had Kyrie sane um and ember moon uh both yeah. got decent pops moon got a big pop so philly philly's Huge. into ember Huge. Moon. Uh, and kudos to her for selling the injury from the night before uh, to the arm uh, in the Rumble match. And I like the little uh, aside she did with Oscar when they locked eyes and like, OK, here we go. This is, you, look right. you know, crowd and got Asuka's hot for that, too.
1: Like, oh, looks like your arm's a little fucked up. Yeah. yeah, you okay? <laughs> yeah. To kick your ass up and down this goddamn ring. Yeah. Uh, and Kyrie Sane apparently fill in for poor Alicia Fox, who broke her yeah.
0: tailbone in rehearsal. That's a bummer. That's a bummer for her. And she, really, especially because she is. Kind of her and Natty are the ones that have been there the entire time since that shitty 2006 to 2000, whenever uh era when the wrestling was not that great. And Fox, uh, and Natty were the two that kind of stayed over through that. But uh, that's sad for Alicia Fox. Um, Natty, she who she put, she put Trish in a sharpshooter and was yelling for her to tap in a Royal Rumble match. I face pretty hard at that, yeah. Like, oh boy, uh,
1: not no, that was not as bad as when um Cameron tried to pin someone face oh, down f- <laughs> Yeah.
0: I forgot about that. Ref-cat that was great. It. That was great oh, the ref like, being like you gotta flip you, you her over stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that starting out with Sasha and Becky was a real smart choice uh, because they're two workhorses. and Sasha you know was in there for almost an hour um, and didn't kill herself, so <laughs> pretty, I guess you can't do a tope in a Royal Rumble match, so yeah, I guess that's very why. you hurt
1: yourself or hurt <laughs> others when your kicks are missing by about a foot and a half. I was
0: about to say that.
2: The, that, the, that hour or however long she was in started to take a toll as those strikes were, were looking
0: yeah. real, real weak toward the end.
1: Far. Was it against Lita? Was it it Lita? was, and Lita yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't
0: even bothering to sell. She was just like, like, really? I
1: can, I can read the logo on the bottom of your boot, so they're not connecting <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking sell them. Was that a shot when someone else was that like an errant camera shot while people were focused on who was about to walk down to the ring? Because I saw, I don't I, know, I, thought I saw Sasha looking away, like, okay, who's coming down? Definitely that was possible. Like six bad missed kicks on Sasha's part. Yeah. she ain't having a good. She's not having a good 2017 into 18 thus far. You're
2: not snapping
1: great. necks, uh, almost your own, definitely yeah. others, and and swinging and whiffing. So. Uh, the the boss right now is middle management, and she, she is
0: a little to... more boss like though. So she has kind of. A... Uh, been a little shittier. She threw out Bailey. She kind of had a little of that boss attitude um, on Monday when she came out to challenge Oscar. So maybe it's a little course correction, provided she doesn't uh, suicide herself um, on one of those dives through the damn ropes there. Uh, Bailey, man, she was in for like under five minutes. Didn't get, I don't think she Very got a single weird. elimination. Didn't get much of a pop either. So, man, it's. I, I don't know how you could have fucked up Bailey, but they figured out a way. It's, it's mind blowing. Um, Jacqueline, uh, come back. Looked pretty great. Uh, we I feel Molly like high. she didn't
1: know she was coming out. I feel like uh, <laughs> I, I feel like someone ran and got her real quick. Like, hey, they just played your music. Oh shit, I'm still wearing shit. my stuff from Curves, and then ran out. Like, oh, hey guys, I didn't get my shit on in the back. Everyone else got yeah. a had a got a big zany outfit, and I'm here in my my fucking Zumba gear. <laughs> <laughs> terrible fucking outfit. So this is this
0: not spin class? Are we not doing spin class now? No. Okay. Uh, uh,
1: we had Gaya the bells return. The bells return. Both yeah. of them look good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brie got the bigger pop. Mostly, it's Daniel Bryan. Just of she's course, just, you know, yeah. copping and Daniel Bryan shit right there because she's someone the someone that looks of like us. Two. Came
1: in you. Yes. yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, Daniel Bryan. You need to get that fucking haircut under control ha! immediately, Dutch boy. Yeah. You look like a little lad <laughs> that real loves berries and cream. You look like you need to have a blue velvet fucking sport coat on that the arms don't go all the way down to the wrist and dumbwaiters on. You look so stupid with that hair. I don't know what who the shit let him on camera with that fucking haircut, but he has never looked worse than he looks right now. Like he cut his own hair with matches, it looks so fucking terrible, <laughs> like he found two stones in the river out back of his you know, is his cabin commune, right? yeah, yeah, he has commune where he's he's grinding his own shit into meal to grow oats in and he looks fucking really bad, like really, really bad
2: oh, he does no good, no good, <clears throat> but at the end of it all, Oscar of all they did people. It right. Yes. Asuka won. I, I was shocked. After Nakamura winning earlier in the night, I thought for yeah. sure, Asuka's definitely not winning. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I, There was no way in my mind that two competitors who can't speak English worth of shit <laughs> were going to be winning in a WWE event. But Yeah, we won a Monday sure enough, Night Raw and a
1: SmackDown where we have two people that can't tell you how much they enjoyed winning the Rumble because they literally can't tell you. Uh, uh, so, yeah, but it was the fucking Japanese invasion, man. Goddamn, a day that will live in infamy. The Royal Rumble 2018, <laughs> where Nakamura and Asuka uh,
0: <laughs> won,
1: won the whole kit and caboodle. So, very, very, very <laughs> impressive. And we don't have to answer the hypothetical or chew on the, so Asuka got thrown out, does that mean she right. lost? Yeah, Even though somebody pointed out online And maybe it was on here You guys told me about it I read online that She had lost a battle royal In in NXT NXT, Right Right, Okay so A precedent's been set But we don't have to worry about that It sounds like she's gonna fight uh, Who the fuck knows Rousey comes out
2: Right and that was weird. That, that like was strange. the whole segment was shot weird. Like they they didn't get a straight on shot of the Titantron, so you could only see like hot or Rousey. I forget which one he got cut off on. Yeah, bad reputation was playing. I knew because I've watched UFC. Right, that was her music. Like it was just really weird. She like enters took the ring. To out. Yeah. yeah, took a good long while. Gets in the ring points a few different times at the Mania sign, which I'm surprised more people didn't do. I figure it's just the sign when you go out to, you know, to go down the ramp, just keep pointing at the sign. Then she shakes Stephanie's hand for some reason, and then she's pointing some more. Like, I, I get the impact is, oh, it's this mainstream fighting star that is coming over into the WWE. But the way it was handled was so weird. Even even the fact that didn't even have her say anything. You have Michael Cole yelling about, there's a special announcement on social media, which is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you could have just been like, ESPN breaking news, Ronda Rousey signs, check it out online. Like, right. it, was, it was just really weird. I mean, yes, it was the talk of the town the next day. Yes, it got them the mainstream publicity that they so badly want. Mm-hmm. But it just felt awkward. Yeah, it
1: did. The, the, the presentation was awkward, and it absolutely served its purpose. This is going to do for them the same thing yeah. that it did for Tyson, and hopefully mm-hmm. they handle it the same way. A little different because sure. she's got, actually got a contract now as a performer. And God love the sentiment. You were a fan of Rowdy Roddy. He was a fan of yours. You walked out with his jacket on, his shirt yeah. on, and all that. But still, from a presentation standpoint, you looked fucking terrible. You looked like someone who had just escaped Nakatomi Plaza, and a cop <laughs> gave you his coat because you were cold, and the building was burning to ash behind you. You had just escaped Buffalo Bills basement well, and right. you know the the kind vigilante placed his leather jacket around you. It didn't fit. It was weird. It was big. And it, it, the the majority of fans, I have to say, ninety five percent plus, aren't saying themselves, "Oh, cool, she's honoring Rowdy Roddy Piper." They're just be right. like, "Man." What an ill-fitting jacket you're wearing <laughs> right there. You look stupid. And it just the presentation was not great. And it looked then, hastily
0: thrown together. A very yeah, hastily very. thrown together.
1: And then no follow-up on Raw or SmackDown, which kind of had my Even head stranger. scratch on it. They brought it up a lot. They did yeah. bring it up a lot. But it uh, with, with uh, and I know people have made examples about, well, Sting wasn't there the night afterwards, and Tyson wasn't there every single night. But Sting was signed to a temporary, like, minuscule, uh, minimal appearance uh, contract. And Tyson was a special feature that had no plans on sticking around too terribly long. She, that following day, all day on ESPN, I'm a full-time WWE performer. This is everything. This is life. Right. Not there on Raw. Not there on SmackDown. When are you going to be there?
0: Now, I understand that she's filming a movie, and that's fine. But if you're going to make your debut your in-ring debut your announcement that you signed with wwe on one day and you take charter jet there what's another day uh, like, how many million dollars is the whatever movie studio losing because you miss one more day of shooting? Can't they shoot some shit without you, uh, while, you while you just show up on Raw? Even do a pre-recorded interview. I would have taken that. Exactly. Aside from just the recaps yeah. on both nights. Like, yeah. they they really – I feel like they really miss an opportunity there because I – I'm interested uh, to see where this goes. I'm interested to see her in WWE. I like the signing. I like her being there. I wanted more, and they didn't really—they uh, they didn't give it to us.
2: You know, one thing that, that's kind of sticking out to me is kind of strange. You know, there's there's a lot of discussion right now about what they're going to do with Ronda. Uh, yeah. there, there seem to be two lines of thought as to where it's going to go. Either it's going to be a mixed tag with Ronda and someone, maybe The Rock, as said, against Triple H and Steph, or Ronda against Charlotte. Ronda against Charlotte is the match that to me probably would be the better of the two. But then I got to thinking about it more and more. They're going to put Ronda on SmackDown? That's I really know. weird.
1: Is that, yeah. is, that the, is that the rumor that they're going to put her on SmackDown? Well, if or she's she going against Charlotte, a
2: yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking if she's going against Charlotte, Charlotte being the women's champ for SmackDown, unless they're going to have Charlotte pop up on Raw all the time, it just right. feels really different. Not that I'm opposed to them giving
0: SmackDown a bone, just not what I was expecting from this at all. Yeah, Yeah, it it would be weird. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did take the free agent route with her. Um, And, you know, the the reason we're talking about this is because they didn't answer any of these fucking questions that we have after her debut. Like if they just would have did a little, they could have taped it that night while she was still there, you know, just something. Um, But, you know, I've read rumors that it could be – Uh, Rousey and Braun or Rousey and Angle against Steph and Hunter. Um, I've read that it could be Rousey and Charlotte. I've read it could be Asuka and Charlotte. A lot of stuff up in the air right now. They're doing the first Elimination Chamber with women uh, coming up (laughs) in a couple weeks uh, and Bliss's title uh, she's in the match, and the title is on the line in the match, which I believe they did, the uh, The WWE title was on the line um, last year in the Elimination Chamber, because I think Bray Wyatt won, right? That That's correct.
2: That's correct. That was yeah. actually a
0: really good match, and I think that was the last yes. great match I remember Bray Wyatt having on television. So yeah, well, there you He defended go. it the following yeah. week against John Cena, and that was a really good match. So oh, that yeah. Was, that was good. That was, that was that the was last good. good match of Bray yeah, Wyatt. Yeah, and then it so,
1: culminated in the maggot match. Oh, <laughs> right, <right, right>,
0: right, <laughs> uh, so bad.
1: Stupid fucking match. So uh,
0: that was that was the women's. Uh, Do you have any anything else to well, say on gonna that, add, I was going to add about okay. this real
1: quick, Martin. I didn't know how deep in the UFC you got. Did yeah. you watch UFC pretty consistently? Do you still had you when she was in, on, and around before her departure?
2: I, I was keeping up with, with her matches. Uh, I saw her get murked in her last match. Absolutely murked in her last match. Yeah. Uh, and it is kind of funny. Uh, a lot of people dug up now that we have Jonathan Coachman back. The Jonathan Coachman <laughs> yeah. at the time ESPN guy was talking about how, oh, WWE will never sign Ronda after that ass beating. Well, congratulations, you're well, there she and is. she's there. Yeah, they probably got a discount <laughs> on her after having her fucking her out a couple of times.
1: <laughs> they probably saved a couple of dollars. Now, here's my thing about Ronda. Did you see the ESPN interview with her the next day where she said, the WWE is going to be my life?
2: Yeah, I, I did, and, and I have to say, uh, I want to believe it. I I, will, I wouldn't mind seeing it, you know, especially if it gets more eyes on. If it turns out she's half as good as Shayna Baszler, who's turning out to be a, almost a natural, at least as a full-on heel. I I don't know if, if their definition of full-time is our definition of full-time, though. It, we're already seeing she's not showing up. We're already seeing that she's not a regular part of things. I mean, she could be the next Brock, just Lady Brock.
1: Well, did you see the reaction she had when the interviewer asked her, uh, have you thought about or do you dwell on the loss to Amanda Nunez, which happened in 48 seconds of round one in her last fight, the end of 2016, and her reaction was bad. Yeah, She got silent. She looked off to the side. Ronda Rousey, has something going on in her head where she doesn't handle adversity very well when things don't go her way.
0: Yeah.
1: She doesn't deal with loss as well. When she lost to Holly Holm, did not handle it well. When she lost to Amanda Nunez, did not handle it well. She was, she's doesn't seem to be very strong mentally when she's behind the eight ball. When she's on top and killing everybody in front of her and things are going her way, she's great. But when something doesn't pan out... She doesn't do well, and she cracks, and she cracks quickly. This is the world of pro wrestling. You're not going to be fighting twice a year, three times a year. If you're as full-time as you say you are, and you're going to be even, I'll even say I'll give her a Brock-plus schedule, not as much as a Sasha Banks, a Bailey, a Carmella, but more than a Brock. She'll be around uh, each and every month and probably in ring. At some point, something's going to go bad. You saw it with Brock, Braun, and Kane. Braun accidentally knees Brock in the face. (laughs) Brock stands up, punches him in the fucking head as hard as he he can. And he screams, slow the fuck down. And you know the old potato, get her a seat. Things slow down. Match moves on. Braun's a pro. Brock's a veteran at this point. She's going to be in the middle of a match, and she's going to get her fucking head kicked. Or she's going to botch a maneuver. Or something's not going to go her way. And she's going to react badly. She's going to react badly in the match. She's going to react badly backstage. She goes from professional to insolent bratty child with the flick of a switch. And I don't think this is the world for that. And you're dealing with a roster full of women who thus far don't appear to be very excited to have you there. (laughs) If social media is to be believed at all or the concept of them hiring you. Maybe they don't hate you, Rhonda but you overshadowing the, overshadowing the historic Women's Royal Rumble yeah. left a bad taste in certain people's mouths. And she's a megastar. Does she deserve to leapfrog someone like a Dana Brooke, someone like an Alicia Fox? Yes, she does. She's a draw. She's gonna put asses in seats, okay? to percent right. Yes, you are a far better wrestler, Becky Lynch. Ronda Rousey is going to draw. That's right. just a fact. But that doesn't mean these women aren't still gonna be bitter. So uh, my prediction is that she will not be with the company at this point next year. She will not be. Something will go bad. She will get frustrated. She will hate the travel. This is yeah. not you getting to train in your hometown. If you're gonna have the travel schedule that you think you're gonna as a full-time wrestler, like one of my my favorite failures of all time in the WWE was Nathan Jones. Yeah. Nathan mm-hmm. Jones Big, beautiful son of a bitch. He was great in Mad Max. He's a terrifying individual. He was the Undertaker's protege. Couldn't wrestle for fuck, but he didn't stick around long enough to learn how to because the travel schedule, he said, was the worst thing in the world. He hated it. Who knows how she's going to react to that. She's going to have to be around people all the time again. Yeah. She still can't process the loss to Holly Holm and Amanda Nunez. And that shit's going to come up when Johnny Everyman every woman runs into her at an event, at an airport, at a signing, at a something. They're not Shit, just going to talk to her. Just WWE. the crowd
2: yelling at her.
1: Just the crowd yeah. yelling at her is going to mess with her some. I don't believe from everything we've seen up until this point, she's mentally strong enough to be in the position that they've put her in In the WWE and pro wrestling, and I think she makes it to Mania. Fizzles out, fades away.
0: All that plus, sure, she's a big fan and loved wrestling growing up. She doesn't need... To wrestle. She doesn't not need at this all. at all. She not could at all. N- she could just buy an island and go live there for the rest of her life on her own and be happy and whatever. She does not need the money. This isn't a lifelong dream, as far as I know, to be, you know, a WWE wrestler. So as you know, like you said, as soon as she, you know, gets that uh kick to the face or you know gets tired of the travel or doesn't feel like going to fucking Peoria to do a uh book signing or some shit like that. Um yeah, I I, I don't disagree with you. I I hope I hope that's not the case because like you said you know her being there is a boon for the business a boon for WWE and I want the WWE to succeed because I enjoy the majority of the product so I want it to continue I want it to grow um, you know and she is what's best for business right now to to coin a tired old phrase but um, but yeah well, that, that a
1: terrifying scenario what if. Cause Shayna Baszler never reached the heights of of Ronda Rousey. Right. She didn't fight nearly as long or as deep, and for the the level that she did,
0: she's not as attractive either.
1: <laughs> but she what? Okay, give me. I'll give you another worst case scenario here. Uh, the example that I gave was Brock Braun. Something happens. She gets fucking potatoed by somebody. Muscle memory clicks in yeah. and she fucking murders someone in the ring. She yeah. just throws a goddamn head kick. She does a judo toss and slaps on some rear naked. She hurts someone for real or even in training while she's getting thrown around. She's got to know when she's in there with all these NXT upstarts that they'll probably have her train with and people in dark matches before you know they put her on you know, yeah. major mega TV. She knows in the back of her head she could kick anybody's ass in that division. Yeah. So there's really... No one in there
0: Maybe that could Asuka. defend
1: themselves against her. There's no one. She could kill Oscar. She could kill Charlotte. She could kill Naya. She might be able to um Shayna Baszler might be the only person I might that, be able to defend yeah, her I off. I think that's
2: the closest.
1: And she's gotta know that. In the back of her head. I mean to her primal instinct, she'll know that. And when she takes a fucking line drive to the face by accident because she mistimed it, probably not who's who the opponent's fault is. She's going to be in there with pros that will know where to be. She's not going to know where to be. I mean, yeah. you saw that fucking dive on Raw from Sasha into Oscar where she almost killed herself. Yeah. yeah. She has something like that happen or she takes a kick to the head. She goes bad and then we're naked someone. The roster can be like, "I'm not working with her. This chick's fucking scary." Yeah. She's yeah. a genuinely scary individual. I don't want to fuck with her at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, and there's certainly precedent for MMA fighters to to translate into pro wrestling. You know, your um, Dan Severns and your Ken Shamrocks. Brock obviously came from pro wrestling, but but yeah, it 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 is something that can be learned. But like you said, um, I don't think a Shamrock or a Severn have the um, the issues uh, in their own head that that, that R- Rousey has kind of given herself. So it's certainly going to be an interesting couple months uh, to see how this pans out, to see how it works at Mania, to see how the match will be. I mean, really, you know, we're not going to have any idea until she's in there on TV in a real match, you know, with the lights on and the crowd there yelling at her. So uh, it, it will certainly be interesting to see.
1: Now let's uh, let's get to the Rumble itself. Actually, hold on, before that.
0: Yes, okay. we do need
1: to get to the Rumble. Uh Heavily, heavily disappointed in the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles match. Disappointed in that. I'm
2: just going to go ahead and say, and and maybe this is bold, all matches on the Rumble card. Well, I had a a great time watching the show. All matches on the Rumble card that weren't actually the Rumble really let me down in in some way. I I, I didn't care much for the handicap match, the two out of three falls tag match between Usos and... and, uh, Gable and, and Gable and Benjamin thank you uh really got cut off when it seemed like it was starting to build momentum the tag match with the bar against jordan and and rollins was really weird the the it's three way spot. felt yeah. short like yeah it was a weird show uh but yeah, but as you were saying bad, about the yeah
1: but not any of them like oh my god this is incredible i'll tell you that house show the match between lesnar and kane was better than that three-way. The house show match really? between Lesnar and Kane was fucking fantastic, and Kane showed that he could still go. He could go hard. Ooh. It showed what a beast Lesnar was. I enjoyed that much in the same way that that Bray Wyatt Matt Hardy match. I'm mm-hmm. like, why am I not seeing this on a pay per view or a um, a televised match? You may, my my, you may, but thus far, I haven't. Out, right. If I hadn't been in a house show, I wouldn't have known. Well, that's the good thing about house be. shows,
0: because that's that's where they work out things that end up on TV and pay-per-view. True. So they're probably working out the kinks of, you know, the tele-party, teleporting Matt Hardy stuff and stuff like that. <laughs> so if I, if I had to guess, a bold prediction, Elimination Chamber, we'll see Broken Matt versus Bray, and you'll see some of the stuff that you saw at that house show.
1: I hope so, because you're in for an entertaining exchange. My issue with AJ Styles, Owen, Zane, good in-ring work. Owens obviously didn't do a ton. He's hurt right now. Zane yeah. did a lot of the heavy lifting. Where was Brian and Shane <laughs> during this? Yeah. They were a huge part of this story that the they were the chess players. Yeah. AJ, Zayn, and Owens were the pieces. There was this very intriguing thought of, look what Brian's doing. He's really favoring or not. Zayn and Owens, he's really putting AJ's feet to the fire, or does he truly believe in his capabilities as a champion? And Shane overstepping his boundaries, and then it's going to come to the head at the Royal Rumble. You've got AJ Styles, a champion, versus these two guys that are going to be co-champions that each side has had their person championing them, McMahon or Daniel Bryan. Nothing. Nothing. And then SmackDown comes. Nothing. It's got Owens and Zayn breaking up. Them strangely. Them, uh, 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 what happened to the prior two, three months of story? You yeah. threw it out the window.
0: I wish it I had the answer for you. <laughs> it. It. Is it
1: gonna? Is it gonna come back? Is it gonna? This this seem like, and I know. People in the industry and people that are veterans are like, hey, just wait, just wait. The, you got, the, right. the book hasn't been written, the book has Well, a pay-per-view to the level of a rumble is a pretty damn good Very place true. to put a period on a sentence, to turn the page and start the next chapter. And it was just them having a match. And there it was w- no ref uh, mega bump right. or Shane had to stand in or anything like that. I am still so confused by Daniel Bryan's championing of those two, and now, poof, it's all gone.
0: It was kind of the first time I wanted some hinky GM restart the match sort of stuff because it would have made storyline sense. And I know they yeah, were strapped yeah, for exactly. time, but if you're telling the story, tell the fucking story. If you're not telling the story, just keep these three away from each other. Well, not Owens and Zayn. You can keep them together. Don't break them up already. What the fuck? Yeah,
2: yeah. I, yeah, I
1: so don't weird. get the breakup. The breakup is it's scratching my with with Zane walking out on Owens and again no real involvement there was what was the what was the exchange with Shane and uh Brian oh, on Smackdown this week uh, I don't remember
0: yeah, There's been I so much damn wrestling.
2: <laughs> exactly,
0: it's all kind of blending together.
1: <laughs> I, I thought there was one. Maybe they I may have it.
0: had a scene together, but I, I don't even know if they discussed what happened the night before. I, I, I can't. I yeah. can't recall. I mean,
1: yeah, I, but it had it had fuck all. Uh, I think it had actually more to do with the Dillinger stuff, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that which it had to do made with a lot of with, sense yeah, with the, yeah with, which with
2: was that, also that. weird zane and owens take out dillinger for only zane to get a spot and then zane really doesn't do anything major so yeah. oh so does dillinger want revenge on zane on tuesday no <laughs>
0: <laughs> like yeah, Sharon just- corbin Nah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Although I, I did enjoy if we're if we're transferring into the Rumble here, I did yes. enjoy Baron Corbin uh going on a little hissy fit and beating the shit out of everybody after yep. his elimination. That was really fun in the beginning stages of the Rumble. Overall, I thought the men's rumble match was booked really, really well. Uh probably Very better. Entertaining. Better than so uh, the past at least three or four years uh, in terms of the Rumble match itself. There were, you know, some fun surprises, whether, you know, it be CN Almas coming up and lasting a really long time and putting in a good showing, um, it, whether it's the Hurricane showing up, Adam Cole, baby, coming out with uh, taped ribs and getting a good pop from the Philly crowd. Um, there was there were fun spots. There were. Uh, there was good wrestling spots. There was, you know, some storyline stuff happening in there. You know, with Matt and uh, Bray going after each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the Heath Slater stuff was great. There was a lot of uh, fun stuff. It kept me engaged. Um, and you know, there's obviously going to be people who come out uh, who have no chance of winning. Like I'm sorry, Titus O'Neil uh, <laughs> is not winning the Royal Rumble match. Um, but uh, but it, it it kept my attention, and I I was all in on it the whole way
1: the story to me the holy shit because you always get surprises you always get great returns you always get like oh let's see who's gonna be number 30. yeah 2001 ray mysterio showed up yes oh my god he looked as good as he did in wcw back when the nwo was on top he's lost 40 pounds He got fat as fuck for a bit. He did. He he, he got immobile bad. His back was really, really bad. I mean, he wrestled with a shirt on for the longest time. shirt was off, flying around, looked amazing. And five minutes in, I mean, you you heard Corey Graves shoving his hand up his ass. He couldn't believe how fucking great he looked. (laughs) Any any word on Mysterio actually joining them again or just a one-off? Because if if I'm an agent in the back or I'm McMahon and I'm seeing that, I'm saying, before this match is over, go draft something up and make him a fucking offer.
2: It, it sounds like the, the latest we have is that no deal has been made. Uh, clearly, they were really happy. If you look at, at YouTube, which, of course, is actually a key metric for WWE these days, Ray's return is getting even more views. I think it's three times the views of Ronda's yeah. debut. Damn. Uh and last everyone knew, he was supposed to show up for a pay-per-view for Impact. So yeah. his his return was absolutely shocking. No one saw it coming. I would love to see him come back in. I don't know what they would do with him. Uh, I know some people are like, oh, put him on 205. But that's a terrible idea. <laughs> don't, oh, you don't, waste don't waste him there. Don't waste him there. But, oh, my God, he looked amazing. Incredible. Uh, Incredible. I, yeah. I was me,
1: that blown was the, away. Like oh, my God, this is this man turned back the hands of time. It's incredible. Very, yeah, very he,
0: impressed. He got a big pop in. This is coming off of, you know, obviously I, I bring everything back to Lucha, but when he did his season or two seasons in Lucha Underground, um, you know, he looked good. He didn't look this good. And he put on, you know... Even not looking as good as he did the other night, he put on some pretty good matches with uh, with Pentagon and Puma and mm-hmm. Matanza and stuff like that. So if and hopefully he does stick around for at least a little bit, like why the hell not try to keep him around for a WrestleMania match at this point? Um, I, I, th- I don't think Ray wants to do the full time traveling and schedule and house shows and stuff like that. But at this point in his career, looking that good, as long as you keep a title off him, I don't mind him doing the Brock part-time sort of thing. Show up on a couple of Raws, build to a pay-per-view, have a big pay-per-view match, and then maybe ride off in the sunset. I think part of this had to do with... um, him wanting to erase the terrible taste in his mouth uh, from like three or four years ago when he came out at number 30, when everybody was expecting Daniel Bryan to come out at number 30, and he got booed out the goddamn building. And that was the last time we saw Rey Mysterio in WWE until the other night. So I feel like this was partly done to uh, to, to to leave a better taste, uh lasting memory for Rey Mysterio in WWE.
2: And a great memory there, but you mentioned number thirty, which reminds me of another weird thing in the Rumble this year. While it was a great oh, Rumble, yeah, Dolph Ziggler returns at number thirty to no one giving a fuck, yeah, and absolutely and no reason, nothing to do with his vacating of the U.S. title or yeah. Uh, I was Didn't just answer like, the open right. Challenge
1: from Rude, but he does show up in yeah. the Rumble, like you said, to a tepid response. <laughs> it's so weird. Best. So weird. Not great. I mean, he does come in and he's fired up, but the, the the bloom gets off the rose real quick. And then I did like you had the new school versus the old school yes, yes. there at the end. The which three on really three cool. standoff.
0: That was the really Three yeah, on yeah. three
1: standoff was really
0: Balor, Reigns, and Nakamura against Mysterio, Cena, and Orton, just staring each other down. That was a that was when yeah. the match really kicked into high gear. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. oh shit, there's nobody else coming in. We're just gonna get some eliminations, and the the tension really rises. And then it's down to the final four. And then it's down to fucking uh Nakamura and Reigns. And everybody's worst case scenario starts yeah. going through their heads. Shit, they're gonna do it. These motherfuckers are gonna do it. Uh but they didn't. They they did the right thing again. Actually, this was first, but still, they did the right thing, uh, and Nakamura, the guy who needed some direction, needed a push, needed something to do, gets it uh, and immediately challenges AJ Styles and fucking everybody explodes in happiness.
1: Yeah, I feel like they left this. This year, everybody at home and there appeared to leave very, very happy after a very good weekend of wrestling, both NXT TakeOver and... And then the Rumble, you've got national mainstream exposure with Ronda. No one, for the most part, gets injured in any of the matches. And um, (laughs) Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Uh, Yeah, I think overall it was a very successful weekend for wrestling.
0: And then we get Rockstar Spud, 1205 Live. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. I fucking love the name. That was it.
2: Gizmo Duck's real name, right?
1: That's like a fucking Wu Tang <laughs> name generator name.
0: I love Drake it. Drake
1: Maverick. It's so
0: ridiculous. <laughs> I love it so much. Drake Maverick with his Fifth British accent. Knife's worth. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> all stab, in
0: on it stab
1: blastman
2: the nxt name generator is back with a vengeance and now it's <laughs> yeah. running 205 live yeah, t- t- t-
1: tiny spudstein and
0: uh bow time EC, to gillicuddy
1: ec2 yeah, he's <laughs> tiny t- smaller travel size ec3 yeah um uh, less rapey Enzo. Oh, uh. Jesus. <laughs> uh. They should, should just it? call him Consent Amore. And- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, there it is. The Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. This is the, the Roughhouse, roughhouse pod. uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's
2: terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this
1: is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the
2: planet, Christoph.
1: The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.